0: Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. With Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise.
1: And indeed, here we are again. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our, I'm going to keep calling her the lovely and talented, Dr. Denise Hogan. Good to see you again, Denise. How are you doing today? Well,
2: I'm doing all right. I'll take that. And I got a question for you. <laughs> yes.
1: What's the good word for today?
2: You know, the good word today is from one, Psalm one nineteen twenty four. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it.
1: That's a good word for today. Thank you. We have a special Thank guest in the studio. That Yeah, exactly. We're going to introduce Carl in a minute. But I was asked recently, they somebody that heard about our radio show and our community collaborative that we're putting together, and he says, what exactly is a boomer and beyonder? <laughs> and uh, so I said, well, a boomer, technically, generationally speaking, are those born between the years 1946 in 1964. And a beyonder is if you were born before 1946, then you're beyond. So the youngest of the boomers actually turned 50 last year in 2014. And um, so that's who we are. So we have a mission for this show to focus on those folks. in it becomes now past the 50-yard line, or past the 50-year line, this age and stage. And what we really want to do is to help energize and equip and empower people in our generation to seize the purpose for which God has called them and created them. And we have kind of a unique position in life now because for most of us, the kids are gone, the college is paid, and maybe we're winding down our career, or maybe we're looking for some transition or improvement or change or growth or something. And that's what we're here to do. Uh, every guest that we have is um, uh, committed to that and wanting to help us with that. So, that is the mission of our show. And to help us today is Carl Casanova with New Vibe Training. Carl, after you take that sip of water, welcome to Second Half Now.
3: I'm uh, excited to be here. I'm so thankful for you, Dan, and you, Denise. It was a pleasure just connecting with both of you, so glad to be here.
1: Excellent. We're going to learn more about you. I actually heard you speak a couple times at Christian Chamber meetings, mm-hmm. and I uh, immediately I thought, this guy is some that has uh, credibility, integrity, knowledge, experience, and all of that. And I said, I want to, I want to hear what this guy has to say. And I heard at those meetings, and I know you do a lot of speaking and coaching, and we're going to learn about that. But today we're going to focus on the subject. We're going to title it this way. Now is the time to make a difference. Mm. Because here we are, whether we're 50 or whether we're 80 or somewhere in between, uh, now is the time that we are uniquely poised. I know some say that we have a unique DNA in our generation as boomers because we've been through all the stuff of life and through the stuff of our national and world (laughs) situation, which has gotten kind of gloomy recently, and we will talk about that today. But what can we do to actually help people seize that and not just lay down or hide or um, you know give up or just kind of slow down into uh, an easy retirement? Now's the time that we are uniquely gifted with the opportunities that we have in front of us. So uh, I want to let our listeners know that every time Denise and I have a guest coming on, we do a conference call ahead of time, a couple of days or so before. And we had that with Carl, and our conversation was so to me so enriching and exciting. I thought, well, maybe we should have just recorded <laughs> that conference call and put that up for the radio show. would have been perfect, but uh, now we have been able to refine it a little bit, and we're going to get into that conversation. So what we want our listeners to know is that each of the three of us has our own journey in terms of being people helpers, uh, Christ followers, God servers. Uh, glad to be in that role, and it's so good for us to be able to help people. And each of us will share just a little snippet about where we're coming from in our people-helping journey. So for me, I've been a pastor for many years and have walked with people through all the ups and downs and of life, you know, with baptisms and marriages and weddings and funerals and counseling and divorces and, and all of that stuff. Uh, but to help people, particularly of my generation, to go through those uh, those changes and those difficulties and to give them hope and to give them opportunity and give them God's voice and his nurturing in their life during those times. And uh, that's been the primary focus of my life for a long time. And then also helping churches develop need-meeting ministries in their own communities so that the people of the church, Christ followers of the right. church, can rise up and seize their purpose and be busy about helping people and serving people in the community. That's my little 60-second thing. Denise, let's throw it over your way.
2: Well, that was great, Dan. Thank you. Well, you know, I started out as a biology teacher because I love nature and grew up running around in the woods and just experiencing God's creation through the lens of of a kid out picking berries and riding bikes and those kinds of things that we were able to do in our generation without our parents worrying too much about us. But times have changed. And um, God changed my direction when I was a teacher in middle school and called me to come alongside uh, these young people, not as a teacher of biology so much, but how to, d- how to stay on the right track in life in general. And in that case, it was how to stay on the right track in school. And then that focus just exhibited itself in any number of of contexts. I've been in an adolescent day treatment center for a little bit, and working on a research project with middle schoolers, learning how to help their parents keep them on track, and ultimately, I'm um, now at Warner Pacific College, where I've been directing the Career and Life Counseling Center, and what I love about it is I get to bring the biology back online and um, teaching young people who are taking classes like learning theory where they're learning all about the brain and how the body is bossed around by it and sometimes how the body bosses the brain around and things like that. And so being able to sit beside them and help them stay on track in college using the language they're learning in their classes has just been really fun. But really now the Lord is calling me to a broader retention program, so to speak, because that's what the language for that is in higher ed. Um, And that is to help young people hold on to their faith Mm. as they traverse the obstacles that are hitting them smack in the middle of the head, especially since they are growing up in a different time than we did. So I'm and in short, I'm a come along besider. <laughs> That's how I'm I'm best explaining what it is that I'm And, and I want to today. point out
1: here that you're really making a rather significant change I am, in your field of service and ministry and work. And you're a baby boomer and so I want to say to any Boomer or beyonder that's out there, it's not too late. That's right. Now is the time. It's so timing. Was, Who am I to say when it's too late <laughs> to make a difference? exactly I'm sorry. Right. So, Carl, how about a brief background? And you're going to ask about some career things in a moment, but just a brief uh, your journey of being a people helper.
3: Great. Uh, you know, I just uh, it come. It goes way back. I'm originally from New York, and. I actually accepted the Lord at 13 years old. Mm-hmm. It was May 24th, 1972, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Wow! So, yes, and that I love it it. was a serious commitment. Mark that on the calendar. <laughs> yes, huh? yes, I did, and it's still every May 24th. It's so the It's coming up. It's this coming up. is right. my birthday month. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I and I got to tell you, I was more into sports, played sports throughout high school, but my senior year, I followed the Um, wrong path of education was not studious enough, so my grades suffered, and I knew I was headed to college. Mm -hmm. Some of the major schools were not accepting me because of the grades, so Mm. I ended up going to the Marine Corps for three years, and I let Uncle Sam pay for four years of education. So I ended up going to a school in Newport Beach called Vanguard University. It was a Christian liberal school. And uh, my senior year of school, um, I was working. I got a job in a juvenile hall, and I started to work with adolescent boys and girls who committed felony crimes. Mm-hmm. Not really knowing the direction that I was seeking, but I was toward the end of my college experience. So I ended up uh, in that field for a period of time, moved up to Oregon, uh, worked again with the state, with boys and girls who committed felony crimes. But I realized I was way over my head. I was working with boys and girls who were, um, had rage in their hearts. Right. They c- came from mm. abusive situations. Yeah. And I was in my young 20s, mid-20s. Um, I felt that was over my head. So I needed more education. So I went back mm-hmm. to school, and I got a master's in counseling psychology. And then I saw myself needed uh, needing work, and so I... I actually went to work in several different counseling settings as a contract therapist. And then after a period of time, I ended up opening up uh, my own counseling practice. So I was a child and family therapist in Mm -hmm. private practice. Did that for a period of time, but I actually burned out in that Mm -hmm. arena. Mm -hmm. And I needed to reinvent myself. And then I discovered coaching in the mid 90s, 96. And I realized, I said, I really identified with even the coaching aspect uh, coming from uh, sports, okay? Mm -hmm. People think that uh, there's a connection. There is a little bit of a connection.
1: Right, sure.
3: Yeah, so, but uh, became an executive coach, started coaching, and then it was in 2001 I started um, the first original Uh, ICF coach certification program to certify people to become life coaches, business coaches, executive coaches. So that's what I do now. I have an organization called New Vibe Training that certifies individuals to become professional coaches, as well as uh, teach at Portland Community College as an adjunct professor and uh, do some work over for um, Multnova University as well.
1: Good. And we want to learn more about how that applies uh, to life's transitions and life's journey in terms of coaching and what you see as how you and others can make a difference in a helping a person along. You know, have a, a, the the right kind of attitude, get the resources together and get on to what's going to enrich their lives and for those around them. So let's talk about how our listeners can grow with us in service to others And the three of us have come to the conclusion that service and helping others is the only way to live. I mean, we wouldn't want to go back to uh, whatever it was we were doing, not vocationally, but just the attitude. If I I feel like I'm in this life to to gain and to gather and accumulate for myself, I'm going to be empty. But if I give and give and give and give for some reason, I'm fuller and fuller. Mm So, um, so w- Carl, we heard uh, about you and about your background, and I want to make sure that we uh, give a clear uh, enunciation, new vibe, as in vibration, new vibe training. Yes. So let's hear some more about that. We want to talk about these 50-plus folks. Now they're listening to us and they're saying, okay, well, here I am in my life, whatever it is, whatever stage I am with you know, family and career and home and all of that stuff, and sometimes we're looking around and we're saying, okay, what now? Right. What can I do? What should I do? What is available I mean. to me? Speak to me, they're saying. Speak to me, Carl, about what I could and should be doing at this stage in my life.
3: Great. Well, <clears throat> this is really an exciting stage of life. You, as a baby boomer, never stop booming. <laughs> you can always be That's a boomer. Right. Okay. Right. So, um I, and I love the analogy you said earlier about uh, being on the 50-yard line, and that's a great model because mm. as boomers, you do not have to be sitting in the stands, okay? Mm-hmm. Get on the field. You yeah. can either be the quarterback, you can be the receiver, you can be the mm-hmm. running, whatever you want, get on the field, and that's yeah. a choice that you individually must have to make. Mm-hmm. Or you can be on the side like coaching, making the calls, to assist your players out there on the field. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where coaching can come in. Yeah. So there is, uh, this is really an exciting time. Um, I read somewhere there's 78 million right. baby boomers. Right. So there's tremendous opportunities. Uh, in fact, I also heard that it's the baby boomer generation that is probably one of the greatest generations ever. Right. Sp- especially during this time. The turbulent times we're living in, the political um, kind of unsettledness uh, socially, so this could be the time where you can be a contributor, that you can be an initiator. Right. Um, I like what Denise said. She said, "I'm a come-along cider." I like to say that I'm a seed planter. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just plant seeds, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and I I like the analogy of um, uh, teaching people how to fish mm-hmm. versus right putting the uh, bait on the hook for them, throwing it out for them, mm-hmm. bringing the fish in for them, mm-hmm. ha- hanging them, handing them the fish for them to eat. now, right. if you keep doing that, then of course there's no teaching on their part mm-hmm.
2: that they can do it for themselves right. mm-hmm.
1: then they 're dependent right and, dependent.
2: and then the one who's been baiting the fish isn't there anymore right then right. what do we have? right. right so
3: equipping people is so important it's preparing people for their future because uh, being a person of faith uh, I love um, that verse about those who have no vision perish and it's like we Mm -hmm. help people create a vision (coughs) for their existence Mm -hmm. for their life so it's really exciting time for baby boomers
1: I think there might be two kinds of people that are listening to us. One is the one that says, you know, I've been contributing and giving and serving, and I know that value. That's what has enriched my life uh, because my life has mattered, whether I'm 50 or 70 or whatever it is. But there might be some others who are saying, you know, I I got up and went to work and I raised kids, and now I don't really know. I mean, I've done that, but what can I do now? Uh, Again, all the variables of home and family and career and age and all of that, health, those kinds of things. So can you speak maybe to the person who is saying uh, it all sounds good to you guys, but you're professionals and you've been doing this for a while, but you know, I've just been getting up and going to work and here I am and what, what can I do? Talk to me about that.
3: Great. Well, I think uh, for that person who's, who's saying that sounds to me, they're looking at themselves. Mm -hmm. They're starting to say, who am I? In fact, that is, um, the big question of life. We go back, what, 2,500 years, the philosophers asked three great questions. Who am I, who are we, and what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. In other words, what's my purpose? Mm -hmm. And so finding your purpose is a significant piece for the baby boomer. And I think it's starting off with what am I uh, doing and, and why am I getting up to do this? So it's important for me
1: to understand what my purpose is. Excellent. More about that right after the break.
0: Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing Avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503 807 5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503
4: Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland, Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We
0: found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking. And we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements.
4: Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503 503- 723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145. And schedule your non-obligation appointment today.
1: All right, we're back. We want to uh, make sure that we are mentioning our sponsors and partners at each time. You've just heard spots from Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement services. We also want to mention our other sponsors: 24/7 Properties, 180 Degree Cash Flow Strategies, and Northwest Web Construction Company. And then also our partners: Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, this station, Radio KKPZ, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest. And serving our neighbors. Without those folks, uh, we wouldn't be able to do the show, and they're the ones that kind of partner with us and give us vision and uh, make it possible to do the show. So we left before the break talking about purpose, and that's that's such a key word for each of us here in this room, and we just want to get that out all over. Uh, because it's so important, so Carl, I want to go back to you with the question is uh, how can a person, if they're really a little unclear right now, how can they find out or get a better idea of what their purpose is and then how to maximize the potential that they now have at this stage of life to kind of seize onto that purpose and start moving in that direction? Well, I think the
3: initial thrust is moving out there and realizing that i'm 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 not contented with my life right now that's actually a good sign something about Mm -hmm. pain nobody likes it but it's a good indicator Mm -hmm. that something has to change and with that change you'll see some gain so um i know i'm not a pain lover okay (laughs) most people probably not but i pay attention to it and i say something is uh is present and i i need a shift here
1: exactly and
3: so a change so most people fear change we're creatures mm-hmm. of habit and we're a product of our environment mm-hmm. so uh, so it requires change yes um, and part of that change is making a self-evaluation of yourself mm-hmm. looking at yourself observing the information you're getting around you what people are telling you what your experience what you're feeling um, how you're communicating how you're responding you know, I read somewhere that uh, out of the 78 million uh, baby boomers, there's a large percentage, 20% are depressed. Mm. And yeah. so there's a lot of depression yeah. in this mm-hmm. demographics. And so you we gotta ask ourselves, this depression, let's talk about this. Yeah. Right,
1: and I think that's an an emptiness because we are right. coming to where we've done everything, or you know, we've we've accumulated, we've gathered, we've you know, raised kids or whatever else. Now it's like uh, Denise and I have been calling it restlessness. There's a restlessness, and if we don't know what that is or what we should be doing now, that can give way to depression. And I like the the illustration when we try to figure out what we can do now with our life. One of the things that helps is what do we care about? When you go to the grocery store. And you see little kids, or you see elderly, and you see people in wheelchairs, and maybe it's not the grocery store, maybe it's somewhere else, that you, you, you your heart goes out to that person, or to that need, or that situation. What do you really care about? What are you drawn to? It's a good indicator. It may be a restlessness, but it may just be an attraction.
3: What I like to assist people with, when I work mm. with people coaching, I just coach them on the phone, and, and I'll have them take out a piece of paper, and I'll say, let's take out a piece of paper, write down uh, just one, two, three, three components here. First, one, first of all, let's list at least three to four things you love or would like to yeah, love. good. Second is, w- tell me about who you are. I am what? I am passionate. I am com- I am compatible. I am uh, persistent. I am resilient. Uh, What are you? Who am I? And then put down your talents and gifts. And from those things you love, from who you are, and from those talents and gifts, we can put together a sentence form to come up with your purpose and then from that purpose you you write out a purpose statement yeah. and then from that purpose statement you go out and you take action and you live out that purpose now i always encourage people to uh, get somebody alongside a coach a wise mentor a counselor a therapist to assist who mm-hmm. has some information about moving forward mm-hmm.
1: yeah good thank you you know um our time is winding down for this segment, but we have a whole lot more to talk about. We want to make sure that our listeners are going to go to the website and, and look at part two for this conversation with Carl Casanova because there is so much more to come. So, Carl, could you just answer this one question real quickly? What is the, <coughs> excuse me? What is the best thing a baby boomer could do this week?
3: Well, this week uh, the best thing a person can do is um uh do some journal entries. Get a journal book, it's a blank book and start to write down the date on the top, write your feelings, thoughts, aspirations from and then from there go out into your day and give unto others affirm other people and write five things that you like
1: about other people. Excellent.
2: You know what you're what you're saying Today, Carl, it just brings us right back to John 10.10. 10. I have come that they might have life and mm-hmm. have it with abundance. And in order to get to that un Uh, that abundant life it isn't about the money and the wealth we've been around long enough to see that it is about the journey and so we need to be journaling and and being willing to move along with the spirit working with us and I really like what you're saying about being willing to look deeply at who I am and what has God made me to do and get going
3: absolutely it's your responsibility and um it's not about the government it's not about my past mm-hmm. and my childhood anymore mm-hmm. right. it's not about right. my boss who fired me or the coach mm. who didn't play me it's about you at this present what are you going to do how are you going to buck up how are you going to step up exactly nice. good stuff
1: and so much more coming on part two on the website go to second dot com and look at the top of the recent uh, shows it should have Carl Casanova there at the top, and you can listen to part one and part two as we continue with the theme, now is the time to make a difference. So we want to invite our listeners to tune in right here on the radio, KKPZ, every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m., whatever you're doing, whether you're in the car, commuting, or washing the dishes, or cooking dinner, washing the car, whatever you're doing, uh, tune us in. Then go to part two to hear the rest Uh, That, that of course, is available 24-7. SecondHalfNow.com. All the shows and much more content. If you have questions about today's topic and want to learn more about Carl or get in touch with him, have suggestions about other topics and guests, let us know. Fill out a contact form on our website, and we'll pick up on that. On part two, we're going to talk about, Carl's going to talk about, was Jesus a life coach and how should we deal with the heaviness in our nation Mm. and world today? there's a lot going on and there's a lot of stuff that is it's not just that the media is covering it more it seems to me and to us that things are happening and there's some really troubling times in our nation and in our world so thank you for listening today go to the uh, go to the website secondhandnow.com and listen to part two so much more over there second half now radio show for boomers and beyonders yeah that's us the 50 plus crowd tools, and tips for the life you want to live from now on. So let's continue our conversation with Carl Castanova on part two on our website, secondhalfnow.com.
0: See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's SecondHalfNow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit SecondHalfNow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now, but doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise.
1: All right, and welcome to part two of our show. And uh, we're talking today about now is the time to make a difference. This show, second half now, uniquely designed and purposed for the 50-plus crowd, for boomers and beyonders. And we were talking a little bit about finding our sense of purpose and to being a serving, giving sort of a person. We're going to get back into that. Hello, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Lopez-Hogan. And if you're listening to this, you're obviously on a device of some kind, a laptop, a desktop, a tablet, a phone, uh, whatever, and this is this part two is only available online Uh, we do have part one on air which is on mondays 5 30 to 6 p.m so if you missed that you want to go back and get the context and get part one that'll be uh, right next to the place where you clicked on to hear hear this one so we're very pleased to welcome again into our studio carl casanova with new vibe training and we'll get right back to our conversation welcome again Carl Casanova, to second half now.
3: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Denise. Thanks for being here. All right, excited. Absolutely.
1: And our topic for today, and, and Carl, you've been so good about, about providing some wisdom and energy for this, and that is now is the time to make a difference.
2: Right, and and um, in the first part of our program, which as Dan said, I encourage people to check out on our website because what a fabulous conversation we've been having. And in that um, first part of our program, you were saying that you, know, as you were involved in sports and that the coaching idea fits the sports coach idea a little bit. But my sense from you is there's a whole lot that doesn't fit. And I'm wondering, would you spend some time explaining to our audience what a personal coach, a life coach, a business coach, what is this field and what is it about? Yes, you know,
3: people believe that it, coaching just started in the 90s. It really has been around for thousands and thousands of years. It's a form of mentoring, but it's not mentoring. Form of counseling, but not counseling. It's mm-hmm. it's an entity a lot to itself. And so the coaching piece now. people I share with people when they ask, what do you do? I coach individuals. Oh, you with the blazers, huh? Oh yeah. What (laughs) little league team are you with? And I say, no, not specifically that type, though there is an element of that mindset about bringing people to a place of win-win situations, Mm -hmm. helping people win in life. So, um, I love the coaching piece because it's, I, I love what it's called. We call this the wisdom business. So mm-hmm. I really am involved in helping people become wiser with their decision-making, be, become wiser with their choices, mm-hmm. become wiser in their lifestyle. So I help people. And, and when people make wise choices, it, it has a ripple effect on themselves, their families, the community. And so really coaching, when I coach individuals, I'm understanding how their brain works. So I coach to the person's brain. Because when clients come to see me, a lot of times there's anxiety, there's, um, there's a sense of being overwhelmed, stress, and so I can detect that they're in their survival brain, okay? Right. The survival right. brain, the language in the survival brain is loud, it's is forceful, sarcastic, patronizing, whining, timid, it's passive, it's criticizing. So understand, just listening to people. So listening is really an important quality for the coach. I listen to um, how they speak. I also, when I see them face-to-face, one-on-one, I look at their body language uh, with their eyes, their face, their, their incongruencies, the rolling eyes, they're mm-hmm. holding their breath. So mm-hmm. what I do is I assist them to move into their thinking brain. Now the thinking mm-hmm. brain, that is the more responding brain versus the reacting brain. Now, the thinking brain is where they can pause for a moment and breathe. It's a place where they can uh, be calm in the face of their challenge, to seek solutions, to have impulse control, to have a place of reflectiveness, uh, creativity, be solution-oriented. You know, it's a place where they can maybe be collaborative with others and be open, not be willful, Mm -hmm. but be more willing. It's also a place where they're more resilient, they're optimistic about their situation. So it's really opening up the brain Mm. for them to go Mm and create brand new neural pathways of resolving um, topics that are discomforting in their lives. So um, I love that aspect of working with individuals mm-hmm. is just helping them think better. Right. We don't spend enough time thinking. Every morning I get up myself early, <clears throat> I go to my favorite chair and I go there to think, mm-hmm. to have devotional time, to have inspirational time, to have a motivational time. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading, I'm reading scripture, I'm praying, I'm, and it's my quiet time. In fact, I love the verse that says, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. So when you are quiet and still mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, mm-hmm. I'm believing God is present, God is appearing to you, and with God there's absolute wisdom Mm. and and a uh, more directed lifestyle and so if you're a person of faith um, go to that quiet place and be still and know
2: you know dan i'm i'm sitting here and i'm thinking we could just stop right there at the be still yeah part yeah how hard is it for us to be still whether it's because oh my schedule's so busy i got this i got this or like you say there's so much anxiety and stress going mm-hmm. on that we've got an internal churning all of the time like a little engine saying you got to go you got to do this go mm. be still so even learning how to do that is going is going to help us m- move like you yes. say move forward
3: yes the peace of god is incredible mm-hmm. and the scriptures and people ask me well where do i go with all these challenges and i'll share well first of all know that there are seven thousand promises claim a promise go and get yourself a promise yeah. and believe it and then live it out and know mm-hmm. that there's even more promises right. where that came from right and so um you know I tell you, when you have God, that's a good deal for you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. That's a really good right. deal. Yeah. Right. And you cannot lose right. with God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. um, I'm just excited about uh, sharing while I'm here on this earth, because I'm not taking anything with me, <laughs> I'm sharing just the good deal. The yeah. good right. deal is, is right. go to God and um, obtain his promises.
1: So let me ask you, Carl, as you were talking about what might be external indicators of a person's current condition when they come to see you, uh, or when you're talking on the phone, I suppose you can pick up with tones of voice and so forth. I wonder if our listeners might have been able to envision themselves somewhere on a continuum i mean i know there's a transition that takes place but if if a person is negative and whining and complaining and tired and depressed and all of that stuff and then at the other end where they're alive and happy and serving and giving uh, that it sounded to me like there was kind of a continuum that i wonder if our listeners might have been able to find where they are on that scale or on that continuum and maybe ask themselves am i ready to make a difference maybe i need to work on me so that i can be better equipped and better ready so that i have the energy and i have the tools i have what i need because we need to be whole persons never perfect of no, course no. never have it all together we have our we all have our baggage yes, right yes but it's how we handle it i like your you're talking about uh, about the brain and how we process those things so can you speak to that this is a I don't know if this is a, a a question that's that without being therapeutic, but can a person uh sort of self assess and find out how ready they are to make a difference because we don't want we don't want wounded crippled bleeding people mm. out there trying to make a difference because they need help first, right. right Again, nobody's perfect, and everybody you know we need each other, we need help. I don't know what the question is but maybe you heard a question but in you, that.
3: You, yeah, you know, I like what you said the scale. Yeah. We, in coaching, we the really the foundation for coaching is asking open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. One of the categories of the open-ended uh, question format is asking ca- scaling question. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being best. Where are you? Mm -hmm. Now that's a really good question. Mm -hmm. Because most Mm -hmm. people can identify where they are on that scale. Most people can be honest. I'm a a two. Well if you're a two, not very good. You're below Mm -hmm. that even halfway Mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. So then in in the coaching mindset it's like, okay, let's see what we can do to move to a two and a half, three, four. Let's look at some time frames. Let's look at some action steps. Mm -hmm. Let's look at some components then get us at least halfway. It's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some unconditional support on the coach's perspective. It's going to take some strategizing and it's it's going to take some willingness to that that client is coachable. Because mm-hmm. if you if they're not yeah. coachable, there's nothing that a person can do. Mm-hmm. They got to be coachable, mm-hmm. pliable and teachable.
1: Right. And There's a passage that uh, I I don't think is biblical in this exact quote, but I was talking about this with a friend recently. And that is to say, God isn't looking for perfect and complete people. Mm. And this is the way it says, God doesn't call the equipped. In other words, he doesn't survey the world and say, now that guy is all ready to go. I'm going to call him. Rather, he equips the called. Mm. He calls us first and then he will equip us. Through coaching and through mentoring or through spiritual development and growth, yes. whatever it is, so that we can be whole enough and mm-hmm. healthy enough to be helped to other people. Again, whether it's coaching, whether we perceive ourselves as that's something that we might be able to do or whether it's volunteering at the local school, you know, reading uh, stories to kindergartners or whether it's uh, playground assistance, or whether it's helping uh, at a um, at a soup kitchen or at a mission or helping at a senior center. You know, we want to be whole people, but God will equip us based on what we're called to do. And so can you can you talk a little bit more? I like what you're saying about your own personal spiritual uh, investment that you make on a regular basis. What is the role of faith in finding and fulfilling our calling or our purpose at this stage? I mean, it's too late for, you know, becoming a doctor or a lawyer. You know, if we if we haven't started and we're already 60 uh, but now it's a new it's a new picture. It's a new world for us. So what is the role of faith in finding and fulfilling our purpose? Well, I
3: think. Um, um, well, I want to say that even at 60, you sure can, you know, look at that passage of uh, the lawyers or. OK, though, of course, you're um, not at uh, at the head start. OK, right, you're right. at that that. Um, that beckon, but however, um, the role of faith, I think it's critical. In fact, I really believe that it's at that stage that we start to ask those faith questions. Yeah. Where am I gonna spend the rest of my life? <laughs> See, the key <laughs> is, what's really cool is that you are an original. You're not a duplicate, right. okay? You're not a carbon copy. There has never in the history of this world Behind you or in front of you, will there ever be another you? You are it. You're the fingerprint that exactly. no one has ever had. The DNA, you're, everything. Yes,
1: absolutely unique. Yes, absolutely.
3: Yeah. And so, when you are here on this planet, come into a place of faith, understanding that faith places built in your character, mm-hmm. because you're not going to take. Your degrees. You're not going to take your accomplishments. You're not going to mm-hmm. take your money with you. You're mm-hmm. going to take your character right before the Lord in wow. heaven. Okay, and in if that's your faith walk, and, and you're going to see the Lord, and He's going to observe the the character, not the accomplishments. So I think the faith piece is is looking how I can continue to enhance my character, but not only my character, but help other people build their mm. character. And again, have it as a model out there to others. And so now I like to say Jesus was a coach.
1: Yeah, we were going to get into that. (laughs) Now,
3: now I got to tell you, there has been those who took me to the side.
1: Carl, where is that in scripture? Okay. Looked it up in the uh, concordance. There's no word coach in there. <laughs> right. Yeah, right.
3: I would say, well, you know what? Let's take a look at the uh, the methodologies, yeah. the language. Now, Jesus himself knew his disciples intimately and by name. Matthew 6 talks about how he knew every mm-hmm. disciple by mm-hmm. name. And so, first of all, you got to know your client, got to know your people. Jesus knew his, his uh people. So we learn how people learn, how, what their personality style is, mm-hmm. and we coach to their personality, their learning styles, not ours. Now Jesus asked open-ended questions. Jesus uh, used metaphors for a teaching right. principles. and Jesus moved people to action. Jesus confronted limited and distorted beliefs and jesus sent them out there as disciples and said go and disciple all so i really see coaching as a form of discipleship Mm -hmm. oh sure it's planting seeds in people's lives that makes sense and and you coach one person they pick up that language methodology and they go out and coach others before you know it it multiplies right
1: well your illustration of the disciples Uh, Jesus gave a a massive commission to them yes he said go change the world
2: yes
1: (laughs) Matthew 28 go and make disciples of all nations
2: and he also said and I'll be there with you exactly
1: right
3: absolutely
2: what's beautiful
3: now is that you actually have a structured language and methodology to do it in from Mm -hmm. a perspective now I got to I gotta say this, okay? There's a lot of people who are calling themselves coaches and really not good training, not even being certified. And so I wanna encourage people to be certified. Now, the, mm-hmm. an ICF accredited program, the reason why the certification is important because now you're un- operating under an umbrella. Right. It's a ethical code of conduct mm-hmm. that exactly you have right. to sign and says, I coach this way according to the ethics and the bylaws right. and the approaches and the competencies, and that works. Good.
2: You know, Dan, I want to add to that because I, be- I believe really strongly in this. We train mentors at Warner Pacific to be working with our, our undergraduates. Our staff work with them, and it's exactly the same thing. We teach them, look, as a mentor, there is not this kind of legitimacy and so we have to teach them you have to do it anyway and so that's such a valuable point that you make is it's important to operate under an umbrella of ethics that are for your profession yeah
1: and i want to say too that even if a person doesn't feel a calling or doesn't see their journey to be a let's call it a professional coach with certification and training and that legitimacy we can still be, what Denise was calling before, a come alongsider, I think is I'll that? come-along-sider. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's, that's when faith is so important because I can't come alongside with my own little human understanding and human reason right. and with my own limited capacity. I want to be connected to the power. Yes. I want to be plugged into the light and life so that if I'm coming alongside somebody, maybe I'm not their professional coach, but I can be an encourager, I can be an advocate, I can be a friend, mm-hmm. and I can help... maybe help them bring some clarity and maybe some of the coaching techniques could even come in like asking questions and those kinds of things so more about jesus as a coach and how we might be able to help people just right around us and help follow our calling right after the break we'll be right back don't go away
4: Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, The Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey.
0: We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking. And we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements.
4: Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-503. 723-7145 today that's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today
0: helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process it's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do but imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about The experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715.
1: I want to give a big thank you shout out to our sponsors. The two spots that you just heard, Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement Services. We know these people. They're right here in our community and they have been on our show. Uh, We love them and value the integrity that they bring uh, to what it is that they're representing also, want to mention by name, 24-7 Properties as another sponsor, as well as 180 Cashflow Strategies and Northwest Web Construction Company. By the way, Northwest Web Construction Company is the one that's uh, putting up our new website, and it is available now. I can't say that uh, all of the uh, bugs are worked out, but it's accessible. You can go there right now and see the work of Kelly and Ann Burbank. Our partners also for the show are Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, this radio station, uh, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. If you know of any business or anyone that would like to be a sponsor of this show and be part of the fun and the value that what we're bringing, uh, give us a call. There's a number on our website, and also there's a contact form.
2: Great, that's great information, Dan. Thank you for that. You know, we've been talking about um, Carl, your your role as a professional coach, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's a it's a, a profession that so many folks really should be paying attention to because what you are getting at is the heart of change. How do how do we how do we get from here to the next steps? You know, but I want to draw our attention to our. Um, our uh, folks in our congregations that are that are wondering okay i'm i don't have those kinds of credentials and i I do want to help people and i don't want to get myself in any trouble with trying to pretend i'm something i'm not, so help us with folks coming at this stage of life who yeah they want to come alongside they want to contribute they want to be part of the community how do they find their place now when maybe what they were doing before is entirely different than what they might be longing to do now i think it's
3: just gonna it's gonna start with heart you've got to have the heart Mm -hmm. um you know it was a couple years back uh the pope um he went to a um went to a detention center, and he um, sought out these adolescent girls who committed crimes. Mm. And he did something you're not supposed to do. He got down on his knees Mm. to Mm. these adolescent girls and he washed their feet.
2: Oh my goodness. Now,
3: I love the analogy of washing feet. You know, I think it's the coolest thing that a person can do for another yeah. person—it's—it's it's total humility. Is I bow down, mm-hmm. and I think we have to have that kind of heart. We have to wash our neighbor's feet and mm-hmm. have the heart. Uh, so it starts with heart. Mm-hmm. Then, <clears throat> then it's like, let me have a purposeful partnership that I can create with this individual, who accepts me unconditionally, who I accept unconditionally, and I have a hundred percent unconditional support for this individual so um, and i think that's where the baby boomers come in for a life of significance is now we give back Mm. and dan said something earlier about the giving aspect i think we were having that conversation about the the more you give and it's not to get but it's to give and as you give you can't help but see that it comes back to you because and you're doing it with the right heart so I think it's being a a giver it's um, being a person that has heart and then it's get some information get some education behind you whether it's book reading or and understand how change is is uh, you're an agent of change now a great book I recommend called Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson if you want to understand change, read that book. 90 pages, easy read. Right, uh, That's a good resource.
2: You know, that's a great idea. Just get out there, start doing some reading, start some, some um, investigating. But I'm thinking about what you said about the heart. And, uh, you know, Dan made allusions earlier. Hearts are heavy right mm-hmm. now with what's going on. Out in, our, out in our world. So what recommendations would you have for folks who are having struggles with their heart and their heavy mm-hmm. feelings, that 20% who are feeling depressed?
3: Well, let me just say this, and I love talking about the heart. First of all, you yourself have to go to that quiet place and know that and claim the scriptures that says that... Um, Uh, Look at the birds in the air, how I feed the birds in the air. How much more are you than the birds of the air? Now, that is a great verse on hope, another great verse, um, how much God cares for us when he talks about um, comforting, um, how he talks about that scripture about um, bringing peace to us. And so... um, There are so many comforting verses, and we have to believe them, Mm -hmm. because they're there for a purpose, they're Mm -hmm. there for us, gotta claim them. So that's a piece right there that's so important for that individual. Um, Next is, um, is seeing how you can help make the world just a little bit better. And you have the ability to do anything, even a smile for the day, that in itself. You don't have to do anything gigantic, it's just the little things that really matter to assist people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you gotta fill your cup up. And you gotta lift your cup up. Mm-hmm. And if you lift your cup up, and it's, God fills it up to the brim, and then you're able to fill other people's cups right. as well when
2: you lift your cup up. You know, Carl, that is such a good point. I think that speaks to our our culture. We're not a culture that lifts our cup up. We're a culture that says, no, I need to go out there and do it on my own. And and no wonder we're depleted, no wonder we're depressed. We want to help other people, but we're really unwilling to admit that our own cups need to be filled. Right. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Excellent excellent point, excellent reminder that we're not all that. We need the Lord to fill our cups.
3: Mm, yeah.
1: We're talking today with Carl Casanova. Founder and director would bet would that both of those be correct of new vibe training. Yes. And our topic today is
2: making it I want to make a difference <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> I lost I lost <laughs> that note. Turned to the wrong page. Now is the time to make a difference. So before we close, Carl, could you give us an example or two from your uh, field of experience about somebody or maybe a couple of people who have actually found that purpose and have grown into that calling after 50.
3: Wow. That's, um, that's a topic that I could talk about all day. I bet. But I want to give a shout-out to a couple, and I love this couple. It's Pam and, uh, Pam and Alphonse. Now, Pam and Alphonse, they um, have been in the community for quite a long time. And what's really special about them is, they're in their mid-70s, and they're coaching. They're Mm. working in groups. They're doing abuse recovery. Uh, They're in the thick of things. And this is an incredible couple. And um, so they have been a shining light to me as a model, when I get to that place of, of in the 70s, in the 80s. Um, now, what, That's the benefit of coaching, that y- you can actually do this well into your 70s and 80s. Yeah. Keep yourself healthy. Keep exercising. Keep eating well. Uh, keep your mind sharp. Keep reading. Keep having love in your life and giving love. Keep being the community, the community mm-hmm. of Christ, building your faith up. You're going to live a prosperous life. Not just a good mm-hmm. life, but mm-hmm. a prosperous life. And, and, and that's how you do it. So that's really exciting. Go ahead. I, I just want to share. I was reading the other morning in you know, Psalms, Psalm 6620, and I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. I found this to be a great, fun translation. I've read several, and this one just got to, gets my juices going. Love the Psalms. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. Psalms 20 says, I will forever praise God, who didn't close mm-hmm. his heart when I prayed and never said no when I asked him for help. Mm-hmm. He never once refused to show me his tender love. Wow. So it's like ask God, go to right. God, pray to God. Right. He's there. He'll yeah. show you his tender love mm. yeah. and live in that for the rest of your life. And I'm going to just say to baby boomers, you know, start with faith
1: yeah Mm -hmm. faith is the answer do you have a short answer to this question as we conclude here carl what would you say to someone wondering if they really can make a difference now
3: well great i want to just say this call me at 503-372-6101 go on my website www.newvibetraining.com i'd love to share with you listen to you Give you resources, send you to other people. I may send them back to you, Dan or Denise. Okay, so um, that you can give them a, a word of encouragement. So,
1: excellent. Yeah. yeah. And if somebody didn't catch your phone number or your website, uh, they can, you can go to our website secondhalfnow dot com. Fill out a contact form, send it in, and uh, we're about done. Uh, Denise, anything? I know it looks like you've got some final thought on your mind there.
2: I actually am in a little bit of a happy days, Dan. This has just been such a fun conversation, yeah. and I really appreciate Carl just just sitting, talking with you, and I've we have the benefit of actually, you know, seeing you face to face. And it's just been a delight, and, and I feel absolutely encouraged to go out from here and do the things the Lord's called me to do. So thanks for being with us, Carl. Thanks so much
3: much this has been fun i've yes. loved it thank Good. you and i love meeting both of you and want to stay in touch
1: and you'll come back again i promise all right excellent thank you very much folks that's our program for today tune in every monday 5:30 30 to, to 6 p.m uh, for the on-air portion that's part one uh, on kkpz and then go to the website to hear part two because they are really a package mm-hmm. they they go together and uh, they are—they you can listen to them independently, but they really uh, fit together. And go to our new website, check it out, uh, give us uh, some feedback. Thank you for listening today. Together we are building a valuable resource for all of us. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our guest host, Dr. Denise Hogan, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. Let's meet again next Monday, 530 to 6 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth.
0: Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Kritschert and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today or ask questions visit SecondHalfNow.com. That's SecondHalfNow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit SecondHalfNow.com.